I am delighted to say that Ed Sheeran is here with us on an Ed Sheeran special here on 2FM to celebrate his brand new album. It's called Equals. The artwork is stunning. He's even done that himself. You've heard a song just there. It is called Tides. Uh, it's one of my favourite songs from the album. It's the first song too. Ed, tell us about this song. It's about growing up and and taking responsibility. Yeah, I wanted, I, I really wanted an intro song to be chaos and calm. I wanted that, I wanted the, the song basically starts and it starts very quiet and goes, and I wanted people to feel like they needed to turn their speaker system up and then just be slapped in the face with this noise. And then just the first verse, just be a chaotic view into my career as it was. And then when the chorus comes, it just cuts out and it's completely acapella. Time stops to still when you were in my arms. And it's just about the moment you become a dad and the rest of it's kind of irrelevant. And then it gets straight back into the chaotic part and then it kind of cuts out for the chorus again. But it's very much the chaos and calm of the lifestyle that I live and also my home life that I live. There's a line in the song that really stuck out to me and it was like, um, you know, you were spending your life chasing numbers and I have people depending on me. Was that people depending on you as a musician who work around you or is it now going forward, your family? It's everyone. It's everyone. I have, I have, I have family that depend on me. I have friends that depend on me. I have people that I work. I, there's, you know, I employ about 250 people on tour. There's, it's, you know, the the line is I lost the confidence in who I was because I was too busy trying to chase the high and get the numbers up. And that's, that's literally, I was, I had, I never intended for Divide to be as big as it got, but once it was there, I was suddenly like creating this other project to be like, right, let's do that again. And it sort of, it takes the excitement out of it and and sometimes if you create a song to be a hit and then it's and its sole purpose is to be a hit and then it's not a hit you you're left with nothing so i got back to creating songs that were for me and for my heart and i just really wanted to just write songs that were truthful to me if that makes sense I am delighted to say that Ed Sheeran is here with us on an Ed Sheeran special here on 2FM we're delving into you and your soul and your Spotify playlist and you chose a song uh, Damien Rice Cannonball we're going to play it right now here on 2FM why have you chosen this Ed? Well I was kind of going through Damien because I wanted to choose a Damien Rice song for this and I was going through Damien Rice songs and I was just like the same the same thing that when people ask me what my favorite song of mine would be I would say 18 because it kicked everything off like this was the first Damien Rice song that I heard first Damien Rice song I learned it made me go out and buy O oh, and then that album I was just obsessed with so I, I would feel like I would be being dishonest to myself if I'd have chosen any other song I think this is my most important Damien Rice song we're going to play it right now but um, uh, I was looking at the year that O oh was released and Cannonball so were you about 10 11 when you first heard Damien Rice when was it 2002 yeah 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 yeah. so he impacted a 10 year old basically uh, no, I would have been, I would have been 11. I would have been 11, but yeah, massively. I mean, th- for me, I had just started learning guitar and I was in a band at school and we played Guns N' Roses because that was a band. And I played <laughs> Leonard Skinner because that was a band. I played Cream because that was a band. And then suddenly it's, hey, here's this guy that can stand. I actually went to go and see a, uh, his under 18 show at Whelan's in like 2004. And I was like, here is a guy that can stand on stage on his own with just an acoustic guitar and captivate everyone and that was the moment i was like that's what i want to do you know i don't want to i don't want to be in a band playing rhythm guitar i want to be i want to be that guy we're listening to ed sheeran here on 2fm he's got a brand new album out today it is called equals we've already played shivers we've played bad habits 
That you just heard there was First Times, which is also a song on the album. Uh, I, when I was listening to the album, like it's like, you know, the first kiss and, you know, the first fight and everything. Is this a, just a love song to, to your wife? Well, it's basically, I mean, so many people put so much importance into the achievements that I've made. Um, and they, you know, the line starts saying, I thought it would be different playing Wembley because I, I thought because everyone bigs up this achievement that it yeah. would be the aha moment. And this is what life is when actually life is about all those moments that you think are insignificance that that actually add up to a beautiful love story. So the time where me and my wife sat on a, a step in Brooklyn opposite a pizza place and had our first glass of wine together seemed so insignificant at the time, mm. but that was our first proper date. And now we go back to that pizza place every time we're in, in New York and that memory is so special to us. Or, I mean, the, the song ends with the line and then our first child in a million more first times. And now, I've you know, Lyra's taking her first step. She said her first word the other day. She's feeling rain for the first time. She's, uh, we listened to Black Sabbath together for the first time. Amazing. The other day. You know, she's, it's uh, these, these things are such, Wembley is such a gargantuan thing in a career to do, but actually in terms of what, what matters in life, like I'd far, I'd far rather see my daughter's first steps than play Wembley Stadium. You know? What was her first word? Was it mama or dada? So we can't quite, oh no, she's been saying ma and da for months and months, but she's been pointing at other things doing it. So it doesn't really count. <laughs> we think it might have been digger or okay. it might have been pasta, but we can't quite tell because she won't say, she won't say them again. <laughs> Okay, fantastic. Another song that you chose, which uh, uh, was so poignant, um, is The Coors. What can I do to make you love me? Are you a secret Coors fan? Is it a guilty pleasure? Or do you just love this song? Because I do. So why? So th- this is what this is what confuses me about guilty pleasures is um, why are they guilty? Like, yeah. who, like who, who, who polices this? Because I have cool friends, right? They're into like you know proper proper techno they love craft work and they go to these dance things but when they come to my bar and i put s club seven on yeah they're dancing and they know all the words so that like everyone loves pop music everyone like galway girl came out and the whole of the world went Ooh, i don't really know how to feel about that i don't know if i like that but then it comes on at a bar or a party and the people that hate it still know the words and dance to it it's i don't i don't understand why guilty pleasures need to be uh, something that you're ashamed of. I think that, and 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 also forgetting this, the cause could never be a guilty pleasure because they're an amazing band. So I'm talking more like S Club Seven, Blue, mm. N Sync, like blah 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 blah, all of that stuff you could put on at any point at any party, and it goes. The cause for me are uh, they're p- like pure melodies, pure harmonies. Those songs are so well written. Um, and yeah, I just think they're and they were an amazing band to grow to grow up with, and to to listen to all of this music was like the first music I listened to that formed what a song was in yeah. in my head. And um, yeah, they're just fan they're just fantastic. And I really really wanted to pick uh, artists artists that have influenced me in 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 some way. And this is why why I go back to the guilty pleasure point because I would I would argue the point that even like and I love guilty pleasure, but I would argue the point that the, the cause can never be a guilty pleasure at, at all. They are just the cause and should be respected as such. Tracy Clifford with Ed Sheeran, 2FM. 
You're listening to 2FM with me, Tracy Clifford, and Ed Sheeran is here on an Ed Sheeran takeover. We're celebrating his brand new album. It's called Equals. It is out today. You've just heard another song from the album that we've chosen to play for you today. It is Collide. And I don't know whether people need to know that you're part of the Mile High Club, if if that's what you're insinuating in your song. (laughs) Come on. We made love in the sky. Is that a bar or is that that an (laughs) aeroplane? Oh, my God. You know, you know, I'm not even going to add fuel to that fire, but um, but yeah, it's uh, you know, it could that could be anything. It could be you know, that could be a very very high hotel. No, I mean it's not. It's not. But <laughs> <laughs> and can I ask, like, uh, how your good lady wife is about details like this being blasted over the world in a song? Man, she married a songwriter. Okay, she dated a songwriter and said yes to a songwriter when he asked her to marry her. So like, I can't, I can't, I can't ever stop what I do. And my, what, what, what I try to be is as honest as possible. I mean, the interesting one is her actually, when I say uh, you lost your wedding ring and I didn't mind. And the day that, the day that that happened, oh, like she lost it in a, <laughs> she, she went to a, I was in Toronto and we were out with uh, mates and she went to, I'd, I'd gone to bed and she went to a bar that was, you know, you know, the not it wasn't just a bar, if that makes sense. And um she came back and in the morning she was like, ah, lost it. And anyway, I had to ring up this bar and be like, Do have any of the girls happen to find a diamond ring? And if they have, can they and as I was saying it, I was like, No one's gonna be no one's gonna be giving this back. Anyway, it turned out it had slipped down the side of the sofa in the hotel and we found it. Oh yay, Grace! Oh good ending. But you you've you've never felt more idiotic ringing up a bar of that (laughs) nature and going, by the way, if you find a diamond ring, can you give it? It's not real. It's only cubic zircona. I'm telling you, it's not real. Another song that you've chosen for us uh, is a Van Morrison song, uh, but is it a very well-known song here in Ireland that you've actually sang in Croke Park, Raglan Road, but it's the one with the Chieftains. Tell us about this version of Raglan Road and why you've chosen it. So this was like, my dad had three or four cassettes for the car and this was one of the cassettes and it was always... Like and to, and to, and to be honest, I didn't even know this was a folk song until I got to like 10, 10 or eleven. I just assumed this was Van Morrison's album and he was singing Van Morrison songs because it was the album we 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 had in the car. Um, and yeah, I just it's it's always been a main staple of my life. It's what introduced me to uh, well that that and Planksty, but um, those were like the first. I I don't remember a time in my life where this wasn't in it. You know, I must have heard this from the age of zero up until I remember listening to this. I was in Yorkshire, so I must have been three or four first time I remember listening to this. Um, but interestingly, actually, I've uh, so I've started collecting cassettes again, and there's only one person in the world that I know that collects cassettes, and that's Eminem. It's at his studio, he's just got loads, and so I bought this Hi-Fi. And I, I'm, I got in touch with him and I was like, where do you buy your cassettes from? And he was like, this is the website, bro. And you can like find, you have to like scour it. It's like a proper like store. It's not, it doesn't go artist by artist. It's just cassettes and you have to, you have to scour it. So we've started this like pen pal scheme of cassettes together. And uh, so he'll send, like he sent me LL Cool J's Bad the other day and was just like, this is the thing that get me to rapping. And I managed to uh, get uh, Van Morris and the Chieftains and send it to him. So he's he's now got Irish Heartbeat on cassette in Detroit. On Raglan Road, on an day, I saw 
That is unbelievable, Ed. That is unbelievable. And you know, it's so poignant as well because Paddy Maloney from the Chieftains passed away, aged 83, uh, last week. Um, so to know that his work is in the hands of Eminem and as yeah, well... I is, promise is, you, he would have... He would have listened to it as well. He's Fantastic. a real, real, real music lover. But I think that's, I mean, I, I love I love Van Morrison and I love the Chieftains, but I think that record just encapsulates so much what I love about the cult. We're listening to Ed Sheeran here on 2FM. He's got a brand new album out today. It is called Equals. You've got another song that we're going to play and you've chosen it. It's by uh, a guy that you write with as well, Foy Vance. He's played with you uh, a couple of times. And we're also going to play more singles from your album. The one I wanted to talk to you about, obviously, is Foy Vance's Indiscriminate Act of Kindness, which is such a beautiful song. So Foy, Foy, I have this strange relationship with Foy now where he's so, he's a really really close friend of mine and like like a, like super close friend of mine he stayed at my house two nights ago and we had a wonderful catch-up and we went to a concert and I I'm constantly in, in 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 touch with him but he started off in my life as the same as Damien Rice I was obsessive I saw him when I was first like 15 I saw him at a festival he used a loop station, same as Gary Dunn. Gary Dunn was the reason I started using loop station, but I just got obsessed with Foy Vance. He had this album, Hope. I'd buy all his EPs, I'd follow him around, I'd go to all his gigs. And, and then next thing I know, I was in Wheelands in Dublin and I met him and I was 20 and it was when Plus came out and we just formed this friendship. And I said, come on tour with me. And he was like, fine, can I bring my daughter? I said, yeah. And then from there, from the end of 2011, uh, you know, he came on probably like four or five years of my tours. I signed him to my record label. We wrote everything from Galway Girl to the Tenerife Sea to Tides. And he is still my favorite artist and still one of my best friends. And this is, I think, his magnum opus song, Indiscriminate Act of Kindness. It's just one of the best acoustic songs ever written. She came in from the cold wet. Dropped her luggage bags, took the concierge in the eye. Said I need a room for the night, but I don't got no money. Would you take payment in kind? He said it's alright. I got a room here you can share. I I remember ringing him up. I, I remember the the day I wanted to sign him. I remember playing Brixton Academy and feeling like a real. Uh, I had real imposter syndrome because I remember going on stage and being like I'm not good enough for this and Foy is and Foy should be here so I need to make sure that Foy gets to that point and now Foy you know he's he's playing Hammersmith Apollo which is the same size as Brixton Academy he's playing an arena in Belfast uh, I think it's the Odyssey um, and you know he's now getting to that point that I felt that he should 10, 10 years ago and I couldn't be happier for him How could he be so She sat down on the bed with a needle And he said I'd hate to see you Ed, it's a pleasure to talk to you as always. The album is called Equals. We cannot wait to see you perform on the many shows that you have in Ireland next April and May. And you have to drop into us here in 2FM, all right? Thank you so much. Tracy Clifford with Ed Sheeran, 2FM.